Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We'll get up close to personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said, on every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? Yes, we have Montana Tucker with us today. She is an award-winning singer, songwriter, dancer, actress, social media force, and philanthropist. Whether speaking to a staggering online following of millions, performing alongside A-list superstars, starring in film and TV projects, or lighting up original music of her own, she enchants audiences no matter what she does and we're excited to have her on the show so welcome to the show yes welcome yay thank you so much for having me that's definitely our pleasure yes. that's been a busy morning for you huh been a busy morning but i'm so excited to be here with you guys oh it's busy but busy is good right <laughs> that's always good <laughs> you know especially in this time you know it that's I always mm -hmm. like to start the show out to kind of the same way um Last 18, 20 months have been rough for a lot of people, especially in entertainment. How has COVID affected what you do and what have you done to maneuver through this? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's been such a crazy time, like you said, especially for the entertainment industry. I think something that I've noticed, you know, I've released music during the time and, and I think that was a, a bit hard because, you know, you're used to going out to every radio station to promote your music and going on tour and doing meet and greets. And obviously we couldn't really do that. Um, so I found that was a bit hard to release music during this time, but something I'm so grateful for is social media. I think <laughs> my social media expanded in ways that I could have never even dreamed of. And I think, that actually went the opposite way and kind of grew exponentially wow. and i'm so grateful for that because you know everyone was on their phones and is still on their phones now more than ever and i think brands that you know weren't used to do like utilizing social media have really got into it more and more so i'm extremely grateful for the social media and i think that a lot of different artists and actors and musicians and everyone really realized the power of it yeah, even time. what we do, we, you know, we launched a show January of 2020. So a couple mm -hmm. months before COVID wow. and our original plan was maybe a hundred interviews that first year. Yeah. And I remember as COVID happened and everything was getting shut down, I told Sandy, I was like, you know, we can't change this, but man, people are going to be open to our show with a, being a brand new show because we're, and we're going to give them that place to talk because y'all need a place to talk. And because Absolutely. of that, we did over 300 interviews that year and we're over 500 now. Wow. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. It's been a crazy adventure having people like you come on. I, you know, I, I think it's so amazing also in this day and age. I don't know if you guys find this with, with your, with your show, but I find this a lot with collaborations. I think nowadays people are always more open to collaborating and being on other people's shows and supporting other people. I, I think it's so incredible that I find it more than ever that people are always wanting to cross promote and cross collaborate, which I think is incredible. Yeah. That's like, um, mm -hmm. um, Hillary Roberts and Jason Wallen does, a, um, their own little podcast and we interviewed her on our show. Mm -hmm. And when she heard a little bit about our story, she's like, I got to have y'all on our show. So we end up. Yeah, going there yes. And that was exactly. actually the first time we've been on uh, uh, other, on the other yes, side. Yes, as a guest on the other side. Oh, no way. How did you feel being on the other side? It was different. It was, We'd it, have liked to have been interviewed together, but they did it separately. So. Because, oh. she, you know, I went through 19 years of addictions, and the first five years of our marriage was really hectic on her because of that. Wow. So she wanted to hear both sides of the story yeah. without her leaning on me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's incredible. I have to I have to get a link to that later so I can listen to it. <laughs> we'll definitely yeah. do that. But yeah, um, so 
um, when, you know, a lot of people would ask, when did you know you want to be an entertainment dancer and all of that? But I always like to go deeper than that. When did it click for you that this could all be a career? From as far as I can remember, I have just loved entertaining in general. Uh, my mom found recently these tapes of me when I was younger, before I was like actually doing this as a career. <laughs> and I would have sleepovers with my friends and they would think they're just coming over for like a normal sleepover. And I would mm -hmm. make everyone put on costumes and we would act <laughs> out the Wizard of Oz. I would be the good witch and the bad witch and they would be like Dorothy. Um, and, you know, I just loved putting on shows. And I think from that young age until now, that's why performing is my favorite thing ever. Because um, I just I just love putting on shows, and so started off at a young age, and then for a while, people would always come up to my mom like, "You need to get her into modeling. You need to get her into modeling." And I would beg her, and my mom, you know, heard all the negative things about the entertainment industry, and so she wanted me to stay <laughs> yeah. as far away as possible in the beginning. Now she's the most supportive and manages me, and like is fully fully involved. Um, but you know, in, in the beginning, she was a little bit nervous, and finally, after a lot of begging, she let me start modeling. Wow. And from modeling that that led into dancing. And then I was a backup dancer for Ashanti and Remy Ma when I was wow. 13 years old. Um, as an actress and, and model, I did, you know, I did a TV show with Ariana Grande called Adventure Kids, which was awesome. I did oh, Barney, Land of Make Believe, which oh, is wow. oh, yes. um, so I did a lot as like a, a child actress, child model. Um, and then I just, yeah, I, I always wanted to dance and uh, got into dancing and became a backup dancer. And then from there, I was like, I want to be that artist. You know, I don't want to just be yeah. a backup dancer anymore. I want to be that artist. Um, mm -hmm. So then, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. I got to uh, promoters who knew me from dance, knew that I was becoming an artist, have booked me to open for like Little Wayne, Sierra, Pitbull, wow. um, all these, Flo Rider, all these awesome artists. And then um, I had a song like in the Step Up to the Streets movie and Bring It On movies and all kinds of things. And um, and then, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I took about a five-year break. My parents went through a pretty crazy divorce, let's wow. say the least. Oh, and so I took yeah. about five years off for my career. When it was kind of at its height, it was, it was, it was incredible. Oh, this is before I was really pursuing wow. social media, but everything mm -hmm. in the mainstream area was was going well. Um, and then after the five years, I, I never stopped loving what I, what I did. I just, I just kind of had to take that, that break and, uh, for me mentally. And, and I got back into it and went on a tour in China, um, a month and a half tour. I was there 45 days, had 38 shows and wow. went to about 17, 18 different cities. So it was pretty crazy. Um, and I was performing as an artist. And from there, I was like, I, I just never stopped loving this. I got to, and I was still living in Florida at the time, by the way. And I was like, you know what? Like, if I want to do this full time, I got to get out to LA. I got to go out to LA. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I went out to LA and I was still trying to figure it out the traditional route of like, you know, taking dance classes and recording with whoever would record with me. And I kind of got thrown into the social media world very <laughs> randomly in a way that I, I really never expected, honestly. And from there, it's just kind of the rest is history. I mean, in the past few years, just I'm so grateful for the, all the opportunities and everything that's happened. And it's just been amazing. And social media has really been a great place to showcase dancers. Because, you know, dancers really never had that place to where they can showcase themselves. But then you've got, you know, Instagram reels and shorts on YouTube yeah. and all that. And TikTok. And TikTok. Yeah. It, that's mm -hmm. been a game changer for the dancing community. 
Absolutely. I think it's so amazing because I feel like dancers are always known as like backup dancers. They're like props or accessories oh, mm -hmm. to the artist. And I think it's so incredible. And even as an artist myself, not not solely a dancer, but, you know, a musician as well. I think it's amazing because it's bringing back, you know, the artists I look up to, J-Lo, Britney, old school oh, Britney, yeah. Janet mm -hmm. Jackson, Michael Jackson. Like yes. those were true artists who were also true dancers. Like, you know, J-Lo yeah, was a dancer exactly. first. Mm -hmm. Britney was a dancer first. So all these all these artists were, were actual dancers before becoming singers. And so yeah. I think it's incredible that these apps give dancers a platform and, you know, like myself to be able to become that art, true artist, you know, that is a dancer as well. Love mm -hmm. that. And as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory in everything you do, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it oh, takes yeah. to get there. And I always want to talk about that side of it, because I think a lot of people gloss over this. They think, you know, they want to think if you got talent, that's you can make it. But we both know that it's far from that. So much more has to happen. Um, so let's take a oh, few yeah. moments just to talk about some of the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through to get to where you are today. Absolutely. Listen, with apps like TikTok and stuff, it is very possible for you to post one video and your video just blow up overnight and, <laughs> you, you know, you become famous. That is definitely one in a million po possibility. Absolutely. We all have heard those stories. <laughs> I have been doing this since I was eight years old, right? Um, mm -hmm. So in the entertainment industry, whether it was modeling, acting, dancing, singing, you know, and so it's been a, an amazing journey a tough journey, I'm, but I'm so grateful for it because I feel like all these different paths that my life and my career has taken me on has led me to where I am today. And I'm so incredibly grateful. You know, I'm now um, getting back into acting. I have two movies that I'm working oh, wow. on right now. Oh, wow. um, mm -hmm. I'm signing with a very, very big agency that I can't wait to, to disclose to everyone soon. Um, that's just a dream come true. And so it's, you know, nowadays I feel like you don't have to just do one thing. You can do all of it. And it's a full-time grind. I mean, I work 24 seven, you know, literally 24 seven, but I, I love it so much, you know, but filming these videos, it's not easy. It can be very stressful. Um, it's a lot of hard work, but when you love what you do, you, you don't even think of it as that until like you're home and you're like, wow, I'm tired and I'm on my couch. So now I'm not moving. <laughs> um, but while you're doing it, you don't realize like the intensity of it, but it's super intense and, and listen you could work sometimes i work so hard on a video and for some reason that video like just didn't do well and i want and i like get sometimes you, you get discouraged and you get down yourself it's very easy to do that um mm -hmm. you know with social media i'm posting on three different platforms a day and you know it's it's every day i have to post right so it's not like i can just do monday through friday it's like every day it's week weekends as weekends as well you know um yeah. And so yeah it's easy to get discouraged and it's it's, it's i feel like I, I could be very hard on myself as a, a perfectionist but you got to just keep going and, and you got to keep posting and you got to keep working hard and you know like i said i've been doing it for a long time but now i feel like finally like everything is kind of coming into fruition and I'm so excited about that. But, you know, I idolize JLo, right? You know, she is just <laughs> the most, I mean, who doesn't, right? But, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, what I truly amazing. admire, what I truly admire about her is I've heard she's the hardest worker. I feel, I've heard that she's the first one in her rehearsals and the last one to leave. Oh, wow. You know, God, she's a director, yeah. she's a producer, she's a singer, actor, mm -hmm. dancer, entrepreneur mother all these things and yes. she's just amazing and all of them um so that's the ideal career for me and that's who somebody i look up wow. to so much because and i just love that she is such a hard worker 
And I love that we're talking about this in this capacity because, you know, a lot of people when they see TikTok and they see people doing the dances or whatever, they, you know, they see people creating content and they think, oh, you know, well, they're trying to make the easy money and all that. And, and, I'm, and, I, and you try to explain to them, you don't realize in this three minute, five minute thing you're seeing, sometimes it's a 10 hour process. Yeah, 100%. Oh yeah, thousand percent. And and I think that also it's hard to stay true to yourself. I feel like when when there are things like trends, you know, these days that oh, yes. you have to kind of stay up on. I was actually having um, a conversation with Paula Abdul. I don't know if you've seen, but I've done a few videos with her. Um, and she's now getting get very getting very into the social you know social media oh, wow. world and the new age TikTok. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about it. She was saying, you know she finds it hard too. like sometimes she sees these trends on TikTok, and she's like how is this a trend like i i can't <laughs> yeah, i can't like exactly. i don't understand it but like you know and and she's like you know sometimes i i try to do the trends but make them my own and then i also do my own trends and she's like she said yeah. that's something that she sees that i do as well is like you know you follow the trends but you make it your own and you don't really go off the path of like staying true to yourself and who you are as an mm -hmm. artist um so that's something that yeah. I try to do as much mm -hmm. as I can as well. Now, I saw a video on your page where you was with Mario Lopez trying to teach him a dance. Yes. What was that like? <laughs> yes, that was so cool. Um, it was on Access Hollywood. He asked me to be on it, which was amazing. Access Daily, I'm sorry. And oh, yes. um, it's, it's really cool because I did a video like a long time ago that they showed on the full segment. I don't know if you, like I only posted a clip on my Instagram, but there was like mm. a full segment yeah. where um, I did a whole Saved by the Bell, like kind oh, of uh, remake video. And he saw that, which is really cool. And, and he's been following me for a little while, I guess, which I didn't even know about until recently, which is amazing because oh, wow. I'm a huge, huge fan of his. I think he's incredible. Yeah. And so yeah, he asked mm -hmm. me to come on the show and, and I got to teach him a song, a dance to my song, Be Myself, which was really wow. cool. Um, and it was so fun. So, so, so fun. He's such an awesome guy. <clears throat> Love that. Now, as you know, a lot of people, they see you, but they don't see the team behind you. In our mm -hmm. opinion, teams never get the love they no, deserve. They don't. On our show, yes. they get some love. So take a few moments yes. to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. I have to tell you, my mom has been my manager since I was born, obviously. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> but yeah, still is my full-time manager. And my team has been really small up until this point. Like I said, I'm about to sign with a really big agency, which I'm excited about. But my team has just been my mom and my attorney, Bernie Jackson, who's been with me since I was about 15 as well. Um, so it's just yeah. kind of been them too for the longest time, which has been amazing. No one could believe when I say that. They're like, what? Like, how, how have they been doing it just themselves this whole time? Um, <laughs> my mom works just as hard as me. She's up and, you know, I, I, I'll be in California and she'll be in Florida and she'll be up at like 3 a.m. doing contracts. And I'm like, what are you doing, mom? Go to sleep. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, she's the hardest worker and obviously fights for me like like no other. So I'm very, very grateful for her. And, um, you know, as I enter this kind of new stage of my career, we realize that we kind of have to have like a, a bit of a bigger team. So we yeah, are announcing that soon. But <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's been amazing. <laughs> so now you probably have a thousand of these, these stories, um, but mm -hmm. think of one that kind of stands out. But what Tell us a story where your mom went above and beyond for your career. And you and you were kind of like, wow, she really gets it. This is my passion. Honestly, 
forever. Like honestly, since I was little, I mean, we would, we would, I did, I used to do modeling in New York and she would travel mm -hmm. with me. We would go to New York during the weeks and then we'd fly back in the weekend because I have an older sister and my, she was, we were, my mom was married at the time. Um, and mm -hmm. you know, and we did that for an entire summer, every week every week, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I don't know a lot of moms that would have done that, honestly. Um, and she sang and she sacrificed like her personal life so many times for me in, in numerous, numerous ways. Um, and even from when I was younger, you know, she always, you hear about the stage moms and stuff like that. She always was like, very strict on my school. Like I said, if I want to do my career, then I have to do well in school. That was really important to her. And also there were many times where it would get really tough. And she's like, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure this is what you want to do? Like she never forced me to do it. Like I said, in the beginning, she at first didn't, didn't want me to do it. But then once she realized how, how, yeah, once she realized how passionate I was, but then she was, it was more like, are you, are you sure you want to do this? Cause this is a tough career. It's not easy. Um, yep. Are you sure this is what you want to do? You know, because there, there have been so many times I've been told no, or, you know, like when I was younger, that's actually why I stopped modeling. Cause I always, and I, I do a lot of um, body image videos on my page because, mm -hmm. you know, you compare yourself to people all the time. And I was like, oh, I'm so much fatter than the other girls or the other girls look skinny. And, and I, you know, you get like in your head at a, at a young age. And so that's why I try with my platform to always like promote all inclusivity and like everyone's beautiful the way they are. Um, because yeah. I feel like at a young age, I had that in my head a lot. Wow. Mm -hmm. Now I read you're actually on a label too. Yes. Well, I had, I was signed to, um, Pitbull. I only did a, a few single deal with him, which was really amazing. <laughs> okay. Um, but mm -hmm. now, now we're, now we're independent, we're independent, but Pitbull ah, was incredible. Okay. Absolutely. You, absolutely incredible. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. And now you get to control all the shots. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, gotta gotta love that. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, our yes, little ten-year-old, that we bring on to ask a couple of questions. So Sandy's no, gonna go get. Sandy's gonna go get oh him. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! And we've got an almost three-year-old that, when she gets older, she'll be plugged into the show too, because we want to keep it a family affair. Oh my gosh, that is adorable! I love that so much. See, you work with your family, also. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. And we call him our secret weapon because people love, you know, we could do an interview. And if if, there, if um, the guest is talking about that interview a couple of days later on a live, they almost always mention him. So we're like, okay, well, if, not, if they don't remember nothing else, they'll remember our him. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited to meet him. Yay. So while we're waiting for her to get him and all that, um, what are you currently working on? I'm currently working on these two movies that I can't fully disclose yet, but I can't wait to announce that as well. Um, so that's exciting because acting has always been a huge passion of mine, but like I said, my career, is, I, I've kind of had to shift focus a few times, but mm -hmm. now I said for 2022, I'm, I'm doing it all. That's it. I'm doing it all. So I'm really excited about that and um, new music very soon. I'm going to be recording within the next few weeks some new music, which I'm excited about because you know, social media takes over. Hey, <laughs> hi, Montana Tucker. So, what's your favorite food? How are you? My favorite food. <laughs> you might you might make fun of me for this, but it's French fries. Ooh, because <laughs> what's yours? Mine is pizza. Ooh, pizza might be might be my second favorite. Now he would eat it all day. Give it to him. <laughs> Same, but can't do that. Can't do exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so what's your favorite TV show and movie? 
my favorite TV show movie right now. I really like Euphoria, the show Euphoria mm. on HBO Max. It's really good. Um, but that's just right now. I have so many favorite TV shows, but that's just right now. And my favorite movie, all-time favorite movie is Dirty Dancing. It's uh. such a good movie because it's a, an amazing love story and dance movie. I also love The Notebook and Titanic, probably like that's every girl ever. And Let, last but not least, I love the I love the Greatest Showman. That's an amazing uh, movie. That's a good one. Yeah, before my have mom you seen passed. It? Oh yeah, that was a good one. That's yes, just, we have. Mm -hmm. And and um, the Dirty Dancing. I remember before my mom passed away in 03, she would watch that thing every day. No way! Oh, I that, love that. That was her favorite of all kind of yes, all time movie. It, it is yours? so oh, incredible. Uh, all right, my yeah, favorite TV yours? shows. My favorite TV show is SpongeBob, and my favorite movie is Dominions. <laughs> Ooh, those are good. SpongeBob will always be good. I love SpongeBob. Yes. And they still do. Who's doing your favorite character? Who's your favorite character? Uh, of SpongeBob, uh, Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thanks. Bye. Nice to meet you. Yeah, he loves to do the show, and like I said, you know, he's been on almost every episode, and. And he's a kind of our secret weapon. He's incredible. I'm so happy I got to meet him. <laughs> so if you could co-write with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be? Co-write. I mean, someone I would just love to do a song with in general is J-Lo, of course, because uh, I just love her so much. That makes sense. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. That would be beyond incredible. But if it's dead or alive, I mean, Michael Jackson, that would be cr pretty crazy. <sighs> Because he's he was such an incredible songwriter as well, um, and obviously the artist. Just Can you imagine if you put him and J Lo in the same room? Oh, yes. I would probably pass out. Yeah, yeah. Because I've had a chance to to meet her a few times and do a video with her yeah. and everything, and every oh, wow. time I'm around her, I just I literally like I get so you don't understand. I've met so many people in my life. I am so chill. I'm so cool. I, don't care like i yeah. act totally normal but anytime mm -hmm. i see her i just like freeze up and get so awkward because i love her so much <laughs> you know what's funny about that is i remember when we were um first starting the show out it was actually a geared to up-and-coming country artists mm -hmm. um that was oh, the roots cool. of the show yep. but, and it evolved but evolved from there because of covid mm -hmm. but i remember our first kind of big artist that we brought on was cassidy pope and I'll never forget oh, yeah. the moment that she, she's talking. And I remember she, her saying, talking about a surreal moment where she met so-and-so. And I'm just sitting there thinking, okay, this is kind of a surreal moment for us. Because, <laughs> you know, it was our yeah. first really big artist to come yeah. on the show. Of course. And so that, you know. Everyone, so has, everyone has their person. Everyone has their person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like one of my dream guests would be Steve Harvey. Oh, I would love to pick awesome. his brain because, you know, he's, um, you know, he d does all these shows and all that. He's a comedian yes. and, you know, he's got a crazy story of before he made it big. And, you know, I always go and look, look his um, Apollo story up. It's like a 10 minute clip. And um, where mm -hmm. he tells a story about right before he had the big breakthrough on the Apollo. And because every oh, time, like, if I get down on, on like, I want the show to go higher and higher and it's not going. Because, you know, we all do that. No matter what level oh, you're yeah. at, you're always going to want it of to go course. bigger. So of course. When I get, course. like, frustrated, I'm always like, um, 
go watch that. And then after that, I'm like, okay, my break's coming. <laughs> yeah. It seriously it can happen at any time. You never know. So you don't give up. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, yeah. So um, this could have a thousand answers, um, but just think of the first thing that pops in your head. But what's a song that you've heard you wish you wrote? Ooh, it's a tough one. Um, I mean, there are so, so many. I feel like all Adele songs. <laughs> oh, we love Adele. Like every yeah. Adele song, I'm like, she's just so she's good. Like the song that everyone can relate to these at some point in their life. Um, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that's a really mm -hmm. good one. <clears throat> um, now, back in 2015, we actually got to interview Kelsey Ballerini before she was Kelsey, as a, cool. a, so to speak. And one of the questions I asked her was where she wanted to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I ask the guests that same question, because the answer she gave us is to the T of what she's living now, five, oh, six years later. Mm -hmm. So knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? I get asked that question a lot. I feel like that's such a great question to ask. I feel like I hate putting like timelines on mm -hmm. certain things because I feel like my life has taken me on all these journeys that have been so unexpected yeah. that I feel like as a younger girl, I would be like, I wanted to do this in five years. Then other things have happened. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, but I think my ultimate, ultimate goal in five years is to have toured the world with my music. Um, I'm, I have so many fans in all these other countries and it would just be like a dream to be able to perform for them and meet them and, and also travel the world while doing it. Um, and I think to also have my own makeup line and clothing line in, in five years would be incredible. Um, and to have just more movies that I, that I'm working on. But I think my number one thing in five years, I hope is definitely to tour. That'd be just incredible. That would be awesome. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> now let's look even further than, let's say 15 years down the road, you're a success on a grand scale, whatever that looks like for you, you're there. What yes. would you want to not forget? I would probably want to not forget all the the hard times that I went through um, to get there and keep like just keep inspiring everyone to not give up because I think it's so easy to give up and especially with social bringing back social media you know you compare your lives to others and you see people mm -hmm. who are 12 that are making billions of dollars <laughs> and like are just crushing it and you're like wow I'm this age and why am I not there yet and I think that you know, things can happen for you at any stage in your life. And mm -hmm. I think it's, I would hope at that point in my life that I just, you know, say like, wow, I never gave up and I kept pushing it like where I'm at now. Yeah. I'm 50 and we're trying to grow this. So yeah, it, you know, it doesn't, it, it's, that's the thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You got to just believe in yourself and keep going. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, there are some sources of inspiration for you. Um, Definitely my mom, also my, my grandparents um, are Holocaust survivors. And oh, my, wow. my grandpa, my Zadie passed away two years ago, but he was 97 and just the most incredible, it. incredible man that I, I, I know and knew. Um, my grandma is still alive. She has Alzheimer's of over 12 years, but she is still just beyond incredible. And you know, hearing their stories of everything have inspired me so much. And I think I got a lot of that that was passed down to my mom that was then passed down to me of like that, that work hard and never give up and, and just keep wow. pushing. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say those are, those are my greatest inspirations. And what would you like for your legacy to be in the entertainment industry? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? I would say that I, I never, um, 
that I always stay true to myself. I think in the entertainment industry, it's, you know, there could have been times that I could have, you know, maybe been more successful if I would have altered a little bit of how I, my morals and values on certain things. And Mm -hmm. um, I think because my mom was so strict on me growing up that I was like, even when I was too young to even know, was never able to do that. And now that I'm old enough to choose myself as well. Yeah. And I think that I, I really have never, never changed who I am and never have like, you know, gone against what I believe in. And so hopefully I, I will be known for that and inspire others to do the same. I love that. If you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to tell them? I would tell them that, I mean, I know I probably sound like a broken record, but to never give up, no matter what you want to do in life. If you want to be a doctor, if you want to be a singer, if you want to be a lawyer, whatever it is, um, it's it, it, just keep working hard and keep believing yourself and don't let anybody else tell you you can't do something because you can do it. You know, I always like to end the show with um, advice part. I'd like to kind of have a two question advice on, you know, there's a lot of parents out there that got kids that got talent. And since you've grown up in the entertainment industry, basically, um, what advice would you give a parent that has that child so that that parent doesn't push the child too much, but also pushes them enough? Yeah, I think. That was something that was interesting because growing up, my mom was so strict. And when I was younger, obviously I wasn't as mature. And so I thought like, why is my mom being so strict? Why are other kids allowed to do things? And why am I not? And especially for my career, you know, if I wanted to do it, you have to make a lot of sacrifices. I had to miss a lot of my friends' birthday parties. And I had to like, you know, watch what I was eating at a certain time because I was trying to be a model. You know, there are a lot of things that you don't, think of when you're younger. And I think that's something that I feel like if your child really wants to do it, you have to make sure the child wants to do it because that's something I have seen a lot as well with a lot of these creators that their parents are fully pushing them. And you can tell that the kid is not, is not that passionate about it. That Mm -hmm. if you're a parent, I would make sure that your child fully wants to do this, you know, because I would never want you to push them. You know, it's one thing if like, they want to do it, but they don't realize the hard work that comes with it. Yeah. it. Yeah. And you have to push them to work a little bit harder. That's understandable. But you could tell the difference when like a kid does just doesn't They're want just to do it, it and their parents. Yeah. Are, yeah. And so that's one thing I would just really make sure that they for sure want to do this because it's not an easy career. Mm-hmm. It's for sure not. Um, and especially, you know, most kids don't start working at that age, but you technically start yeah. working at a young age. So I feel like you just have to make sure that they're 100% passionate about this and 100% want to do it because you don't want them to resent you and you don't want them to to look back and wish they they didn't do this. You know, this is supposed to be fun and exciting and passionate, like something you're passionate about and love to do. So that's the only thing exactly. I would say. So what advice would you give somebody who wants to do what you do? If you are really passionate about it, I would say utilize social media. It's so cool that apps like TikTok now you could have zero followers and post a video and one of your videos could take off, you know, but also could take months and months for your videos to take off. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we were able to record videos from our phone and just post them, which is so cool to be able to say that. Um, and apps like TikTok don't require your videos to be extremely professional looking. So I would just say whatever your talent is, just post, 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 and try to look what hashtags are trending and what sounds are trending and find a way to, to spin it and make it your own because mm-hmm. and on the for you page it's so what's so cool about it is any video could be on there so i would just continue to post 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 
Yeah, you talking about earlier about the people, the young ones making so much money. I think it was uh, in 2020. I seen the 2020 list of YouTube, the top 10 earners of YouTube. And I think the number one was a nine year old. Oh, yeah. It's it's insane. Insane. It's a TV show and line of toys. About like everything. the, the ungifting, the unboxing or something, right? Like, kids. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. It's insane. I, That's why, you know, social media gets such a bad rep sometimes. But yeah. I think, yeah, you, a lot of good use things it correctly. There's so much good that has come from it and comes from it. And so it gets a bad rep, but I think that if you do it correctly, it could be amazing. Like I remember Gary V making a state. Cause you know, a lot, there's a lot of people, the older generation that believes that, Oh, with you're not, if you're not working hard, then you're not a man or a woman and all that. And I remember Gary V making a statement about that on one of his videos. I lo- I'll never forget this. Cause he said, he says for all you baby boomers and Gen X's out there who think that this new way of making money is not the right way. He says, if this would have existed when you were younger, you would have done it. That's right. True. Mm-hmm. So it true. just didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Everything tell everybody, has to start somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's crazy the money that people are making, you know, on YouTube and TikTok and all yeah, that. It's so, a whole new world. And, and that's why I, I would never frown on our kids if they grow up and they want to be a TikTok star or all that. I don't have a yeah. problem with that because again, I we know that there them, is a yeah. career there if if they if they work do if the they work. They choose it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So tell everybody how they can find you. Yes. Well thank everybody. Thank you all for watching and listening. Um all of my social media is at Montana Tucker. So TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, Twitter, all the things at Montana Tucker. And, you know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today. And we look forward to having you back down the road. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Oh, also Spotify, if you want to hear some of my music. It's Montana. Can't forget that one. Got to spin. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Thank you guys so much. Thank you. We appreciate you coming on. Bye. Bye.